Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great to have you here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you being empowered with knowledge so you can keep more of what you have. Our websites are clark.com and clarkdeals.com. So talk about tone deaf. The cable monopoly Comcast is imposing strict data caps starting right after the first of the year in all 39 states where they do business with massive overages if you go over the tight data caps. The penalty, if you want to avoid it, is you pay much, much more money every month for Internet access in order to have unlimited data. And so the penalty for not signing up for unlimited data is massive fees or just every month you pay more money to not be subject to the overages. This is so amazing because 21 is the year that Comcast faces full-on huge new competition in their monopoly markets with other ways for you to get Internet. With Verizon Wireless and T-Mobile steadily ramping out their wireless, high-speed home internet services with no data caps at a fraction of the cost of what you pay right now to a cable monopoly. So don't sign with Comcast or a, a local monopoly phone company or anybody like that any contracts that bind you to them for any period of time because 21 is when you're going to have more options for home internet that will come with unlimited data, lower prices. And this is something that I've been waiting to do myself. Unfortunately, at my address, there is no alternative yet. But 21 is the game changer year where we're going to see internet costs slowly, gradually start moving more towards where they are in the rest of the world instead of these ultra-high prices we have in the United States. Constance is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Constance. Hello. Constance, how can I be of service to you? Well, so I love listening to your podcast. I, use it, I usually listen every day, and I really appreciate the advice you give. Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, I'm a bookkeeper for a small business, and I use QuickBooks for my bookkeeping like many small businesses. And last week I heard you say that everyone should have a Chromebook for all their financial transactions because it's so secure. So I bought one online without thinking about if QuickBooks would be compatible with Chrome OS, which actually it turns out it is not. And uh, neither is Quicken compatible with Chrome OS because I asked about that too. So you can get Windows on a Chromebook, I understand, but that still doesn't make it compatible with QuickBooks because of the Chrome OS. So anyway, the only way you can get it, use it on uh, QuickBooks is if you have the online version of either Quicken or QuickBooks, which my accountant recommended against. So it's also it's also not going to be as robust as a business-based solution using QuickBooks. I mean, you're going to find that using one on a PC that you haven't loaded on is going to be the most comprehensive solution available for the business that you're the bookkeeper for. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is a problem because, you know, criminals heavily attack Windows computers. I talked about a big vulnerability that there was a security patch for on Windows computers and how urgent it was for people to download that security patch. And so you mm-hmm. do kind of have a bullseye target on yourself when you use a PC for business functions. And so the question I would have for you do you have it on a dedicated PC that's not used for anything else other than running QuickBooks? Pretty much, yeah. The only time I use it for anything else is to um, get an email that I sent to myself with some files in it I need to add on to QuickBooks that, that came into my uh, Mac computer. Okay, so I guess that would be okay. I mean, you want to, as much as you can, you want to segregate that Windows computer as much as you possibly can. Now, we are about to outstrip my knowledge, but I'm going to share something with you that someone who was a technology expert said after I took another call about, in that case it was Quicken, and Mm -hmm. said that you should sandbox it when you use it on a PC. And sandboxing is where you segregate those activities from anything else you would do on the computer. Sandboxing may be a way to help you with Quicken or QuickBooks. So yeah, I don't know what sandboxing is. Sandboxing is, for people that are into technology security, it's essentially it's where you have a protected area of your computer that protects that area from being hit by most viruses and so when you're doing financial activity on a computer like quickbooks or quicken you were able to put it into like its own protective bubble while you are doing those activities we give a plain simple explanation of sandboxing in this article and also how you as a practical matter somebody who's not a technology expert how you would implement that as a simple strategy day-to-day to protect the data you have there from hackers mm-hmm. on Clark.com. Okay. Because your point is valid. If you're using a financial tool software that cannot be used on a Chromebook, how do you provide 
a similar level of security when you're using a Windows PC or a Mac. And mm -hmm. they're just not, Mac computers and Windows computers are not structured, built from the ground up in a way that makes your data as safe as it is on a Chromebook. They're just not. And so that's why I've always talked about using Chromebooks for doing bill pay and various financial things. But in the circumstance you brought up and someone else brought up, there is this need to be able to use a Windows PC for financial. And how do you protect that? We address that as best we can. Tony's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Tony. Hi, Clark. Tony, uh, you are trying to get a teenager into the habit of saving money. Tell me about that. Yeah, um, I'm interested in, uh, I hear you talk about the Roths a lot, and I'm myself very interested in them as well. And I was wanting to know about opening one for him and then how much I can contribute and what counts as income for him. I know if he had a job and had, you know, I don't know if it's a 1099 or whatever, um, that would count. But I didn't know if, like, if he does work around the house. and Does I, not you know, count. 20, does not count. Does not count. Uh, you know, if he, how old is he? 13. Actually, he just turned 14. A lot of employers won't hire you till you're 15. But he can do things in the neighborhood that will count. Like if he does yard work or does babysitting or anything like that for neighbors, uh, sets up any kind of little neighborhood entrepreneurial kind of thing, and he keeps records of it and you know can prove what earnings he had that were from strangers, then he can have a Roth IRA. You would open a custodial Roth, and money put aside at age 14, I mean, the compounding of that money over the next 50 years, it's amazing that uh, based on the formulas that typically are used, a dollar put aside at age 14 by age 64 will be $5 to roughly $7. Oh, wow. Do I have that multiplier right? Yeah, I think that's right. It may even be more than that. But it, you, you think about a dollar doubling, depending on how you invest it every seven to 10 years. So okay. you might do the math and come up with a much better answer than I just did right off the top of my head. Well, for those types of income, is there a certain point at which you have to report that to the IRS? <sighs> I know you're not so, a tax account. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, that's not my area. It used to be $600. Okay. I'm not sure what the number is now. But the most curious. important thing is to have documentation, you know, where he, where he has some kind of ledger where he says, you know, on such and such a date, I mowed the lawn or picked up leaves or whatever for the Joneses, and this is what I got. You just gotcha. have the records, so you document if the IRS ever challenged, you know, how did your kid at 14 actually have work? Right. And then when your 14-year-old becomes an adult, you ultimately are no longer the custodian, and then it's his Roth IRA that has the ability to grow all through the decades and then be spent tax-free with all well, the compounding like that would now. occur. Yeah. Great. 
So like, you motivated to find – well, he's got to be the one motivated, really. Yeah. Do you yeah, think he he'll be, be motivated? motivated? I think I'll be able to get him to do uh, some, probably not as much as I want. but. Well, let me tell you what I, I did with my kids. But, what I did okay. with my kids, and I actually I still do with the two younger ones, is that if they save whatever they save at their job, that they don't just go blow and spend – Mm-hmm. I match dollar for dollar into a Roth. That's a good idea. I like that for sure. So that's really a way to do it. And, and Joel says it's eleven hundred is the answer. That, that's now. what it looks like. Yeah, eleven hundred. So see, I'm really out of date now. So okay. up to eleven hundred, you just have to document, not necessarily file a return. Okay. But the, what I call the daddy match has really mm-hmm. motivated my kids over the years. And my 30-year-old, who is a teenager, really got the concept of the match, put aside a lot of the money she earned as a teenager, and now at 30 years old, she has a Roth that's bigger than most people would have at age 50 or 55. That's awesome. Because all through the years in her 20s, she kept putting money into the Roth and has quite a nice amount of money that by the time she does retire, just what's already in there is going to help her have a comfortable retirement. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Amanda's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Amanda. Hi, how are you? Great, thank you, Amanda. You are calling about the American Express tie-in with Delta Airlines. I am. I have been going through, um, my husband and I have been going through and paying off all of our credit debt. And so now I'm looking at, um, I have a freshly paid off SkyMiles card. And with all the changes and the increased annual fee, I'm wondering, when does it make sense to close an account because of a high annual fee? This represents roughly 30% of my open credit. And just in my name, I have about 60 Four thousand six hundred dollars available, which I don't know how much credit I really need, but I was wondering when does it make sense to close an account? All right. Well, let's talk uh, first of all. Does it make sense for you? As I've said, for a lot of people with Delta, American, and United branded credit cards, probably eighty ninety percent of people with them shouldn't have them because they're either not charging enough volume on the cards or they Mm -hmm. don't fly that airline enough. So how many times a year do you fly a round trip on Delta? I um, actually, um, I've just booked, I fly twice a year roughly to Maryland. Okay, you're done. I I don't even need to go uh, into (laughs) charge volume. That card is worthless to you. Okay. So what I would do is before you cancel the card, you wait till your renewal time to cancel. Uh Uh-huh. Make sure that you have used whatever points you've accumulated. Mm -hmm. And before that card cancels, get another card. 
Um, I love the straight cash back cards. Have you ever heard of the city double cash card? I have that. You yes. have that already. Okay. Yes, I do. Um, do you like travel that you'd like to have one that earns points? Um, I do. I don't fly that much just because of work and, and all. I'm kind of, you know, with that. But so, so I would I would go all in on the city double cash and get another card. Do you happen to have any accounts with Fidelity Investments? No. Okay. What would I suggest for a second card in your case? Because you don't want travel. Um, are you a Costco member or a Sam's Club Yes, member? I love Costco. Do you have the Costco Visa card? I don't. Or that's what I would do. I'd go ahead and get the Costco Visa card. It's no annual fee. Get some uh-huh. headroom back for your credit limit. Every time you shop at Costco or Costco.com, you get 2% cash back, 4% cash back on gasoline, 3% cash back on restaurants, or the travel we just talked about. You don't do a lot. And so use the city double cash card anywhere that you're not doing restaurant travel gasoline or shopping at costco and that would be the replacement that would make sense for the delta sky miles american express which makes no sense for you okay i was just wondering how much it was going to impact my credit rating that's what i was so if you replace that card with Uh another card i call that hopscotching you uh-huh. go ahead and get the Costco Visa card. You've replaced the potential hit to your credit because you've created another line of credit with its available credit, and then you should feel free and fine to dump the Delta Sky Miles card. The age of the card doesn't really affect The it age doesn't go away. You will have shown the age from the years oh, okay. you've had it. Oh, okay. So okay. don't fear. All right. You're good. Well, thank you. One other thing. Um, on the uh, cancellation of that card, there's a teeny tiny hit from the whole aging thing, not enough for you to be concerned about. My pleasure to welcome you here to the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you learning ways to save more and spend less, and don't let anyone ever rip you off. Our websites are clark.com and clarkdeals.com. Just a couple of weeks ago, we were uh, out and about with our 15-year-old son who has his learner's permit, and next to us was a brand new Jeep that was a convertible kind of Jeep, and there were four teenagers in this Jeep, and the driver was driving like an idiot on a mission to kill all four of these kids. The Jeep was brand new. It still had a plate applied for thing with a temporary license tag number. And I was just, I was just so worried that we were going to witness a terrible crash from the teenager driving this Jeep. And I have three kids, only one teenager at this point. The other two, I've already been through the anxiousness of them behind the wheel and learning to grow up and learning to drive better. The difference now, though, is that parents have the ability with more and more vehicle brands or with third-party solutions on a smartphone 
to actually know how a teenager is driving and be able potentially to prevent an accident that could be deadly or lead to lifelong injuries for a teenager. And as you may be aware, one teenager driving alone is much less dangerous than when several teenagers are in a vehicle. And as we told our kids, that there was a full amnesty if you were out somewhere and you felt unsafe, call us, no questions asked, we'll come and get you. Uh, With the first two, that was invoked five times for the two kids. Total, not five each. And who knows what danger we got the two older kids out of when they were younger. But now, it's an invasion, obviously, of a kid's privacy. But driving is a privilege, not a right. And if you have a teenager, know that driving or being a passenger with a teenager is the greatest danger to their health, safety, and life than anything else that happens with a teenager. And know that when you buy a vehicle, it's something to ask or to check, does it have any kind of parent monitoring system to see what's going on with your child in a vehicle. Or you can use third-party things like Life360, among others, that very affordably give you the ability to do it. I know you should say, well, I should just trust my kid. This is one of those things that trusting is something they need to earn rather than get right from the get-go. Mordecai is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Mordecai. How are you? Hi, Clark. Thank you for taking my call. And I want to also thank you for not compromising on your morals and not to not accept any endorsements because I know you probably make a lot of money that way. Well, you know, I, I had the good fortune of being able to retire when I was 31 years old. So I never needed the money from anything I do now. And so I was always able from the very beginning to do something unheard of, particularly in radio, which is I've never done an endorsement in all the years I've been on radio. And that's how, truthfully, that's how probably 80 to 90% of the money is earned in radio. But it wasn't important to me. What was important is that you would always know that I'm speaking from that combination of head and heart and never because I'm influenced by somebody who's paying me money to have me say something about them. Thank you. And yes, but you shouldn't put yourself down too much because, or play yourself down because there's an old saying that he who has 100 wants 200. He who has 200 wants 400. So even though you're, you're think, are financially well off, but in a certain sense, people that have more, the more money someone has, the more money they want. So well, you know, this is down. the time of year they play that movie, It's a Wonderful Life or whatever. There's plenty of people who may want to be Mr. Potter. I never had any interest in being Mr. Potter, if you know that historical movie reference. Yeah. So, anyways, my question is that um, I had a debt that I defaulted on uh, a couple of years ago, about two, two years and change, and I got a phone call from them, and they offered, and initially they asked for like half the settlement, whatever, or even the whole thing, but then I got them down to 25%. And they sent me a letter and a mail, but when they told me that they were selling it for that, they said that they, this is a debt collector, and that they 
report back to the original lender that they should update my credit report. That the debt collector has no control over updating my credit report. That's not true. Okay, let me tell you a few things here. You need, before you would pay them even one cent, you need in writing from them that this represents payment in full. The My guess is the reason they are offering to settle for 25 cents on the dollar is you may have passed outside what's known as outside statute. No, it's only been about two and a half years. So yeah, but I'm, in I'm a in, number of states... No, I'm in New York and it's six, five or six years. And they're willing to settle for 25 cents on the dollar? Well, actually, I actually have another debt from a cell phone company that when they offered me the full amount, and I said, from debt collector, and I said no, that's how much. I gave a very low bull offer, and then they, they offered, countered with 20% of the balance. And now remember, anytime you do these, it needs to be in writing. But the, right. the, the original holder of the debt will report it as charged off. The role of the collection agency is to report that there is now a zero balance on it. And that is what you are agreeing to, and that's why you have to have it in writing that payment of 20% to this one, 25% to the other, represents payment in full, that the balance will reflect zero, and you keep that actual written document from each debt collector forever so you never have to worry somebody comes back and say that you never paid on this debt. Greg is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Greg. Wow. Hi, Clark. Thank you for inviting me. Well, it's wonderful to have you here. And you have a question about the one thing in my life that most surprises people about me, and that's the car I drive. Uh, yes, sir. I uh, So my car is having trouble with its emissions currently. And so do I spend the money to have an old car repaired or do I just go ahead and take the plunge and buy my dream car, either new or used? And what so is your I, dream car? It's a Tesla S model. Okay, so let me give you my background. I always drove a vehicle like everything else in my life. You know, I bought very basic vehicles that were very practical. And then when Tesla was introduced... I bought one, and I never cared about cars. And now every single time I get in my Tesla, it's like it's my birthday. It's wow. like nothing else. So it is a unique kind of thing. In fact, I read a story recently that all the automakers bringing out electric cars, that they're having so much trouble selling them that nobody's been able to make an electric car to this point as exciting as a Tesla. So it is a big money purchase, even buying one used. You know, a, a used Model S will cost you either about what the average cost of a new vehicle is or even a little more than that. But it is a unique driving experience. Have you had a chance to drive one yet? No, I haven't. I was invited. I've been invited half a dozen times to the stores, you know, come and drive on Saturday morning thing. But by the time I get to them, they're all booked up. And so I never I've never made it out there. I have some friends at work who have them. They say they're great. This woman I work with, 
She has a button she can push, and the car will come from her apartment in Midtown to her office and pick her up. Well, that may be be an exaggeration as a Tesla driver. That's what she said. That's what she told me. I think that's a little too much enthusiasm. Well, the thing that really got me to want to call you is I went on a lot of the websites like Edmunds, and I looked everywhere for, you know, like my old car, the car that I'm currently not passing emissions with is a Nissan, and it's just practical, and it gets good gas mileage, and that's that's exactly why I bought it years ago. But I go to Edmunds.com, for example, and there are 20 reviews of a Tesla, and it's 18 fives, one four, and a one. But they've sold so many cars. How can there only be a few? And it's not 20, 20, 20. You know, there's like some, some years are 23 reviews. It just doesn't make any sense that there's no reviews out there. And so that's what really made me want to call you because I am aware that you drive one and I can't imagine a, a better source. So thank you for taking it. At, well, what's well, sure. Your, what's so, your reliability rating on that car? So the the car, there's not much that can go wrong on an electric car. The problems, you know, because there's no engine, there's no transmission. The problems people have had with Tesla are um, sloppiness with, you know, how the windows have been installed or things like that. That are uh, they're not how it drives. It's like, you know, that they don't do a good enough job sometimes on finish, but the car itself other than those little nagging things, is unbelievable and incredibly reliable. But I want to make a suggestion to you. Have you ever heard of Turo, T-U-R-O? No. Turo.com is where individuals can put their cars up for rent. Kind of like uh, private, Hertz, Avis National, whatever. Go spend the money to rent somebody's Tesla S for a day and go put it through its paces. See what it's like, because then you got one that's used, like you'd be buying, and you get to see how do they hold up over time? What's it like driving it? May I ask you a single additional question? Sure. I will confess that my wife's car is a is an S550 Formatic. Her annual maintenance costs can vary, but you know, you dread driving into the dealership when the light comes on. It says sure. service series B, you know, it's like, yeah. Oh my God, what does this mean? But what are your average maintenance costs on that car? I mean, can you zero that? zero when you need tires? That's it. That's so the, that's the beauty of an electric thing you put car. Tires. Yeah. You just Excuse buy me. tires. That's all you've done in six years. Uh, no, I had to have a repair done to a window, but it was under warranty. Holy cow. Yeah, I mean, it's different with electric, and that'll be true with any Audi, Mercedes, Volkswagen, Ford, General Motors, any brand is that electric vehicles have so few components to them that they're much cheaper to own over time, much cheaper to run, and much cheaper to maintain. I think I've mentioned all the possibilities. So, go, but go drive one. That's the big thing. You need some time with one, and then you'll know what you should be doing or whether it's best not for you to do it. The other thing is be careful with your driving record because they're way too powerful and fast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Clark.com slash ask. That's where you post a question for me at Clark.com slash ask, and then we answer it uh, one of three ways, typically. Either a member of Team Clark will contact you, or you'll talk directly to me, or producer Joel will ask your question for you on the show. Yeah, Clark, we got one from Antonio. He says, how can a retiree establish residency but not actually live in a state? I, I plan to go RVing most of the time, and I'd like to establish residency in Mississippi, for example. So good question. And as a default, most RV owners register their RV in Montana. There are special tax advantages to using Montana as your home base. In fact, there have been scandals around the country where people have been registering not RVs, but their personal vehicles in Montana to try to avoid taxation in the state where they actually reside. But it is legit when you live your life on the road that you select a place to live. If you use Google or whatever search engine you use and you just put in register an RV in Montana, there will be, how many search results are there? There are a zillion search results, and you can go read how it works and why people do that. All right, and Carl says, are there any target retirement 401k accounts available? Yeah, so the way it works is most 401k plans will offer you target retirement funds as a choice. It's up to the provider of your 401k to choose the funds that are in it, but it's become standard operating procedure in 401ks that employers offer you the choice of doing a target retirement fund uh, series because it protects the employer as well as you. Yeah, Clark, got a question from Heather. She says, how do you find credit cards that offer the one-time use numbers for online purchases? Strangely, one of my cards has been hacked twice in a month, even after getting a new number, but no one else has access to the card but me. I'm tired of this happening. So if you're with a big issuer, they may offer the single-use numbers and you just don't know it. So always ask them if they offer the single-use numbers. There's also a website I've mentioned before, Uh, privacy.com that will help you with this so that you are protecting your number as it transmits to pay. But as an example, Capital One offers it, but people don't know and don't ask for it is one of the biggest issuers. And it's something that is in the interest of the credit card company and your interests as well for them to protect the payment system and give you a way to pay that's not going to be vulnerable. 
Yeah, Clark, Tim's got a question. He says, is it better to consolidate multiple loans, like auto loans, personal loans, and credit cards into one loan, or is it best to pay them off individually? Almost always, it'll be best to pay them off individually. First of all, the new credit scoring models look down on consolidation loans, because that's usually a sign somebody's in distress. Also, vehicle loans tend to carry low rates. They pay off on a set period of time as an installment loan. They are generally uh, relatively low risk. You don't want to mix and match the various types of loans together, except in very, very rare circumstances I can't even think of right now. I appreciate you taking the time to post and ask Clark. Just go, if you have a question for me, just go to clark.com slash ask and post away. And we have multiple ways of answering your question. This is the Clark Howard Show. Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at clark.com and clarkdeals.com.